Welcome to Study, Grow, Know, where we discuss theology, prophecy, and current political issues from a conservative biblical perspective. Here's your host, Dr. Fred DeRuvo. Lawyer Reiner Fulmich, if I've pronounced that correctly, was kidnapped in Mexico by German agents, flown to Germany, and arrested. Now, apparently, he had lost his passport and went to the German embassy in Tijuana to apply for another one, or at least get some help. Once there, German agents took him, flew him directly to Germany, where he was then placed under arrest. Not sure yet what the charges are, but it likely has something to do with the fact that he has been pushing Nuremberg 2.0 for those people who have been pushing the death facts throughout the world. Now, it would be interesting, in my opinion, to learn how he came to, quote-unquote, lose his passport. Was it deliberately stolen? Was Was he put in the position where he was forced to go to an embassy while in Mexico? Well, this kind of thing makes you realize that globalists are in it to win it and don't plan on giving up anytime soon. In fact, they'll need to be overthrown before they toss in the towel. But of course, they're energized by Satan, so there's that. Personally, I don't think they care that people are starting to wake up to what's been happening throughout the world. I think they enjoy that part, actually. Why should or would these global elite stop pushing? All this tells me that they're really close, or at least they think they're close, to bringing the final aspects of everything together so that their great reset, quote-unquote, will be fully accomplished. There are a number of things in society today that we're not allowed to ask or discuss. You can't ask questions about the CB jab or any adverse reactions or death that may be connected to it. You cannot question climate change because we're told it's a real problem for the Earth. Never mind that there are 1,600 at least scientists who fully disagree. You're not allowed to ask questions about the Israeli-Hamas or Ukraine-Russia situations. You must simply support Ukraine and Hamas. Supporting anything else or even asking questions is not allowed. Not supporting anything is also wrong. You may not speak about any reservations you might have with Fauci or Burks or others who have told us what have turned out to be lies. If you start reading or listening to certain doctors or lawyers who oppose the medical complex, you'll be relegated to the conspiracy theory zone and issued a tinfoil hat that you must wear at all times to give people a heads up. And you may, under no circumstances, start to believe that the new war in the Middle East is designed to create more global havoc, redirection, or misdirection, and to force countries like the U.S. to take more refugees and give them the shirt off of our back. The name of the game is changing cultural dynamics, but you're also not allowed to think or say that. Now, what I've just gone through are just some of the things we're not allowed to do or participate in at great risk to our character, our reputation, and even our potential freedom. The arrest of Reiner Fulmich and Trump, as well as others, is meant to send an explicit warning that if you have the temerity to get out of step with the globalist movement, to completely change the face of global society and usher in that great reset we mentioned, you will pay a serious price. Your freedom will be stolen from you. You will spend your very last penny with legal fees as they do their best to break you down in courts. 
you will be on the receiving end of the manufactured ire of society as well. I'd say these are desperate times for globalists because it does not appear that they have everything under control. To make us think they do, they have to take the biggest nuisances and lock them up, arresting them publicly and making a huge show of them. Meanwhile, if you happen to be part of the Biden regime or family, you're fine. No worries. Go ahead. Break the law. Smoke crack cocaine or whatever. Sniff some other white powder or illegally purchase a gun. Hire prostitutes and do as many illegal things as possible. In fact, be a foreign agent to the other countries selling either our government secrets or access. Nothing will happen to you at all in this life. However, if you're a person either in the medical field or the legal area who seeks the truth and pushes for it to be revealed, then those in charge will set their sights on you as they've done with Mr. Fulmich and many, many doctors. It only makes people like me wonder why those in charge are working so hard to keep people like Fulmich from doing what they set out to do. I mean, if Fulmich is onto absolutely nothing, and it's simply the work of his over-active active imagination, then why not let him simply go about his business and he'll essentially come up completely empty and look the absolute fool for all his trouble? On the other hand, if Fulmich and others are on the right trail and through their constant digging and pushing, they discover serious and even illegal issues related to CV, the jab, and the cover-up, then by all means, all means, those in power would clearly see them as a threat, wouldn't they? Hence the need to silence them. So it goes. Others have joined in the movement against globalists and their power. Now, in a video interview between Maria Z and guest Dr. Anna, I don't know if I'm saying her last not a name right, Mahalshia, the subject of what has been placed inside a person's body with those who took the jab is discussed and highlighted. The title of the interview is They Have Put Artificial Life Inside Humans. Legal Action Commences. The interview is over an hour, but well worth it. Please watch it. I've included a few screen grabs from the interview with the Dr. Anna, and it shows the type of nanobot that is injected into a person and what those nanobots do once they are inside the body. She also goes back over the history of these implantable devices to 1957 when scientists first began creating things that could be swallowed or implanted, and it was always presented as a good thing. Now, ultimately, Dr. Anna believes this technology will be used to place everyone on a surveillance grid so that even their thoughts are constantly monitored. In other words, privacy will be totally gone. And if we stop to consider it, when the Antichrist rises to take his prophesied seat, whereby he will be given authority to rule over the entire world during the seven-year tribulation ahead, people will need to be fully controlled and remain under control via nanobots within them, apparently. Makes you wonder about what will be contained in the upcoming Mark of the Beast, doesn't it? Oh, by the way, 
I've included a link to another one of Dr. Anna's Substack articles, uh, one in particular entitled Extraordinary Microscopy of Self-Assembly Nanotechnology. And I've got links for those in the transcript, so please seek those out. Worth the read. In essence, these nanobots assemble inside a person as a biological cell, but are actually artificial cells. It's a way for the IoT, or Internet of Things, computing device outside the body to hear, see, and control what is done inside the human body. And uh, if you look at the article and the transcript, you'll notice in the figure labeled figure 5 that I've included there, the diagram shows a biological nanosensor within artificial cells. These cells transmit data to a receiving device outside that person that could be inserted into a person via an electronic tattoo or an implantable chip. Does this sound too far-fetched? Well, not in today's world. There's another link I have included of a very short video that's on my Telegram channel of a man inserting chips into people's hands. All new technology recently has been presented as being easy, safe, and convenient, so we should just embrace it. However, that tune is changing slightly because in this short video, the man inserting the chips into other people's hands says this is valuable for several reasons with really nice relaxing music behind. He speaks about the person being in charge of selling their own information instead of social media simply taking it and selling it. He also notes these two particular things which makes getting the chip sound like a great idea. One to allow a person to take back ownership of their identity, and two, to be in control of technology. Sounds reasonable and plausible, right? Well, here's a problem. The chip being inserted is an electronic device. It's an electrical device. If it's electrical, it can be hacked from outside because it clearly communicates with things outside the body through an electrical interface. It also must be originally programmed before being put in, but able to be updated continually once inserted. Where does the chip gain its information from? Where is the information stored from the implanted chip? Well, it's stored in the cloud. If the information is stored in the cloud, it's absolutely hackable. In essence, a person's information, just because it's on the electronic chip implanted in the hand, is not necessarily safer there than being on a person's phone. Before the internet and Wi-Fi, having your identity stolen was very rare. Now, it's a huge industry because Wi-Fi has made it accessible to criminals. The same applies to an electronic chip implanted in your body. Wi-Fi makes it potentially hackable. They don't tell you that, though. No, of course not. We live in an age of the cloud where all information is stored. Who controls the cloud? Who has access to it? Just you? Well, think again. It all makes sense as to why decades ago they began with, oh, let's save a tree and eliminate paper everything. Bank statements, credit card statements, insurance statements, all bills printed on paper, even paper ballots for voting. All of it has been phased out for years to push us onto something else. Wi-Fi, electronics, the cloud. Everyone thought that they were doing something good for the planet, but ultimately it's being done to gain control over the entire world's society one person at a time. Do you want proof? The very fact that Bill Gates is pushing to cut down and destroy 70 million 
acres of trees in order to fight global warming should be proof enough. Does it make sense? Trees produce oxygen and they take in or absorb CO2, the very thing that globalists say we must reduce if this planet will survive. So Gates has a plan to destroy millions and millions and millions of trees. Then why did we switch from paper by eliminating its use to paperless in order to allegedly save trees? Clearly something is seriously wrong here. Does the planet suffer from global warming or climate change or not? If it does, then destroying millions and millions of trees will only harm the planet, not make it better. It seems clear that everything associated with climate change is a scam designed to give globalists the power they need to gain control over global society so that ultimately there will be only two levels in society, the haves and the have-nots. Guess which one you and I will be in. So over the past few years, gaining control over people was through the CV jab that has placed these nanobot self-building structures inside millions of people throughout the world. So these, these nanobot structures actually build things inside the person. Under a microscope, Dr. Anna notes that the actual assembly can be seen as millions of tiny circular looking bio nanobots light up and or blink, proving that there are foreign bodies that appear to have sentience. This is what people have allowed into their bodies because of the fear mongering from those in power that caused most to believe that they did not get the jab, they would without doubt die from CV. This has proven to be false repeatedly, but it is routinely ignored by those in power and the media. Ultimately, this is transhumanism, the blending of humanity with machines. These implanted nanobots are capable of providing a direct connect between the embedded computing device, the biotransmitter, and an external receiver, which is in the cloud. People may think that's a wonderful idea, but it's really the same thing as having your phone and all your information, except now it's inside you. While your phone can be physically lost or stolen, you cannot lose what's inside you, right? But that information can still be stolen and you might never know it. The other troubling aspect of all this is if an implantable chip can send out information to the cloud or elsewhere, it is also capable of receiving new information to keep things updated. All computerized software and apps need updating constantly. So is it beyond the realm of possibility that those in power with a penchant to control people could easily send new information to that implanted chip that would make people more, mm, I don't know, docile and compliant? There's nothing to stop it, nothing at all. So consider the fact that these nanobots exist and build systems inside the human body, and then that person gets an electronic chip implanted on top of it. It goes from bad to worse. We recently had a nationwide alert sent to all our phones. You remember that day, I'm sure. I had forgotten to turn mine off simply because I didn't want to be bothered. So when the alert began to sound, I turned my phone off then. But what if I'd had an implanted chip that received the alert inside my head? No way to turn it off. An implanted chip is the next step in controlling people, not giving us control in spite of what they lie about. 
That's a complete lie and to make it sound as though it's a great idea. That's what they're doing that for. Between all the information that's coming to light in the area of CV and the jab and the legal minds who are putting together major lawsuits against those who have abused their authority to the new wars that are occurring to everything else in between. And don't forget about the complete destruction of Maui, by the way, that's off the radar. It's clear to me with all these things that things are coming to a head. Globalists appear to have gained the upper hand, something they do not wish to lose and are desperate to keep it. So they keep piling on things in order to keep all of society off balance and preoccupied with things that we cannot change, like the war in the Middle East. I can do nothing to change that. This keeps us from focusing on the things we can change. Folks, understand what's going on in society. Make yourself aware of these things. Take back control. Thanks so much for joining me today. And until we meet again, I hope and pray that God will open your eyes to show you how blessed you are in Him. You've been listening to Study, Grow, Know with Dr. Fred DeRuvo. Please join us each week for new broadcasts that deal with theology, prophecy, and political issues from a biblical, conservative perspective. 